0: Welcome to the Lancaster Patriot Podcast. My name is Chris Hume. I'm the Managing Editor at the Lancaster Patriot, and I'm joined today by Joel Saint, Pastor of Independence Reform Bible Church. Joel, thanks for joining me again. Glad to be here. Fresh off your visit with the Lancaster County Commissioners this morning. Absolutely. All right, maybe we'll get into some of that today as we talk about uh, some things related to county government. First of all, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Heritage Floors. Heritage Floors can help you create the home of your dreams with shades, carpets, area rugs, specialty flooring, and more. No matter what you're looking to do to create your own personal sanctuary, they're there to listen and help. Uh, If you're a do-it-yourselfer, they supply the best products at great prices. If you aren't a do-it-yourselfer, they can help with the installation as well. Heritage Floors, proud to offer you the quality that your home deserves. So visit their showroom at 60 North Ronks Road in Ronks or go to heritagefloorspa.org. Calm. Again, that's Heritage Floors for all your flooring needs. Joel, you're doing a you're doing a remodel in your house. Are you doing a new floor as well in the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to ask if you used Heritage Floors. But...
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? You know what? Uh, we set this up before I even knew about Heritage Floors. Okay. So next. Time. Before we started doing this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What happened was we had a family member
0: that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, Heritage Floors, check them out for all your flooring needs. Now. Today, we are going to talk again a bit about budgets. Last episode, we talked about Lancaster City. This episode, I want us to get into Lancaster County, and also just look at some general principles here. I want to start off, though, by reading Micah chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, Joel. So this is from the prophet Micah. He says, Woe to those who devise iniquity and work out evil on their beds. At morning light, they practice it, because it is in the power of their hand. They covet fields and take them by violence, also houses and seize them. So they oppress a man and his house, a man and his inheritance. I think we might find some of these themes at least indirectly related to the topic we're talking about today. So we're going to talk about budget again. I know it's two episodes in a row, but this is an important issue as we consider what the civil government is doing in the county whether it's Lancaster City or, in this case, Lancaster County, and also we'll touch maybe briefly on some townships or at least what they're doing as well. So this is from the Lancaster Patriots' Michael Yoder. He said, Patrick Mulligan, Budget Services Director for Lancaster County, gave the highlights of the $288.4 million budget. That's for the county, $288 million. That includes no tax increase, He goes on and says the county property tax remains at 2.911 mills with one mill representing $1 per $1,000 of assessed value. The proposed budget anticipates, here it is, more than $125 million in revenue from county property taxes. All right, so he talked about Lancaster City last week and the need that the mayor had for raising the property taxes to fund more of the, the police and fire mainly. Right here we have Lancaster County, with another huge amount of money. And in this case, it's not going to be going to police. Uh, That's generally handed by the cities, the townships, but to other things. And we'll we'll get back and talk about police as well, I think, a little bit in this episode as it relates to the townships uh, and the city budgets, but not for the county. So we've discussed this before, Joel, but this is forced confiscation of of really property, uh, in a sense, to the tune of $125 million a year. From the county government alone okay and commissioner Parson said this he said congratulations were in order for a budget without a tax increase so the first question i have joel is is why are congratulations in order and on what basis why not congratulate the lancaster city mayor for increasing taxes after all it's more revenue for the government it's more money that can be used for these good works so Let's talk about this idea that should we be, what's the standard we're using here to even make this judgment?
1: Yeah, if, if the government, uh, Chris, is the answer here, um, then I think the more taxes, the better. Because we want to right. make sure we give the government all the resources that they need. Now, they themselves don't know which resources they need necessarily. I mean, we've got now got, I mean, I'm 65 years old now. I sure don't remember all this money being spent on on mental health and homelessness. Uh, In fact, just this morning in the um, county commissioner's meeting, a crazy amount of money, I can't remember how much it was, being spent on uh, money, as was said, to transition people from homelessness to a home. Hmm. Now, I, I don't even know how you do that. You see a homeless guy say, here's some money, you can go buy a house now. I don't even, I, I don't know how that works at all. But getting back to your question, if the civil authority, if the government, if the civil government is the answer, then let's give them everything, right? Let's, let's give it all. Then they can take care of us. Right. But, but see, what you read earlier on is, is, is the answer from, from Micah. Uh, you know, you're, you're oppressing by violence. That's the key right there. By violence, a man. And his, and his inheritance. But, but once you... Once, tied, up, tied up in property. Yes, in it Micah, is. Right. With the land. i got to tell you, Chris, um, for a lot of years, uh, this could be a little bit of a rabbit trail, but I hope not too much of a long one. Um, I, I struggled with the children of Israel coming out of Egypt into the land of Canaan because I've been told by so many churchmen, the Bible just tells you how to get to heaven. It doesn't really say anything about how to live on earth except... Be kind or be nice or something like that. Don't steal. Uh, Ten Commandments, sort of, whatever, right? Generally speaking. And, and God kept on talking about the land, the land, the land. And honestly, I couldn't understand that. Like as a teenager, a young adult, what, if the Bible's just about spiritual things, why is God consistently talking about the land? And it took me a long time to realize that, Chris, if you don't have land, you can't do much of anything. Whoever owns the land is going to control pretty much everything else. You want to get into mining? Guess what? You're going to need to plot a plot of land to do it. Uh, e- even if you want to like pan for gold in Alaska or something, like that, you're going to need a creek, right? right. You're, going be, you're going to have to do that. So, the, the idea that uh, for from Micah, a man, his inheritance and his land, he owns that, and someone else has taken it away by violence. People that have nothing better to do, and this is what what really has to worry all of us. It's you know that that passage said who devise evil on their beds. You know now, this is not the guy who's out there working his land, who's out there working a job. This is people that don't have anything else to do. Sounds like people who get paid to do nothing, except sit around and dream up of how to get more money, even more money out of people, and it's extremely worrisome. And the Bible, obviously, as you, as you just mentioned, talks about it. So what we need is a standard here. So we do have a standard. We absolutely do. We talked about it last time. And any time the um, money is taken away from one person to, to, to another mm-hmm. by force is against the word of God. And we talked about that last time, that we only see forcible taxation. We only see it in uh, pagan regimes. We never see when God's setting up legislation, and He has. Um, in That's why the Deuteronomy is called the law book. You have know, Genesis, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the law book. There is plenty of time, we have plenty of chapters wherein it could have ever been said. You know, and the Lord said to Moses, "Speak unto the children of Israel that they pay me five or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, for the for the uh, operations of civil authorities." And a penalty attached to that. Yes, you have to have but, a penalty in order for, order for it. Right now, we, uh, we we did talk about the fact that it looks like maybe um, it it looks like for some, perhaps a temple tax or a maintenance tax, each man had to pay a talent a talent. We get that, but there was no penalty if you didn't pay, just like there's no penalty for not paying the tithe, let's say, to the local church. So not all, you know, all crimes are sins, but not all sins are actually crimes. You and I, though, it's a crime, despite what the civil authorities might say. They might say, well, it's not really a crime if you don't pay your taxes. It's like a civil offense. Well, when you're out on the street without a roof over your head, it might feel like a crime.
0: Yeah, well, I'm looking at the, the, the budget here for Lancaster County, and these are the, the funded, depart, uh, funded positions, and there's... How, from, how much time do we have? <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of them here. I think it's 1,871, according to this, from the oh, county man, website. Wh- but wow. tax collectors, 12 funded positions. So you're paying with the money that the government takes from you, For the people to come and make sure that you give them the money. How do you get get that job? That they need. That they need to uh, continue their job. So yeah, I mean, those are the people that you're you're paying for them to to basically force you to to pay them. Mm -hmm. So uh, well, yeah, and we've talked about that before, and I think we'll we'll come back to it again, maybe in another episode, because it is something that people struggle with. The idea that taxation should not be forced. Mm-hmm. You know, how in the world would any of this work? And I think that's a big part of this, which we're going to talk about briefly. And we've talked about it uh, before on on this, on this podcast. And I, I want to mention it now, actually. There was a great syndicated article in the latest issue of the Lancaster Patriot uh, about roads. I wasn't going to talk about this earlier, but I'll just bring it up now. That uh, this was from George Leaf. And the article is, do our roads have to be built by government? And he goes into the history of it And he even goes back to to Jefferson and Madison, and I certainly wouldn't agree with with everything uh, that those two men said. But but they were even saying, if we give the government the authority to build roads, uh, Jefferson said it would be a source of boundless patronage to the executive, jobbing to members of Congress and their friends, and a bottomless abyss of public money. Oh, my word, did he ever nail that one. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He said it would create an eternal scramble among the members who can get the most money wanted in their state and they will always get most who are meanest or you know maybe who who use these less than ethical means so i mean and and george leaf in in the article explains and and you've talked about before so i don't want to get into roads now but how there's been privately funded roads he even talked about the lancaster philadelphia turnpike and but the idea here is i think one of the hardest reasons people uh, have accepting what you're saying that taxation should not be forced biblically, maybe isn't even with that statement, because I have yet to have someone challenge that and say, well, no, here in the Bible, it does say it's forced. But what the response I think often, maybe at least you know, viscerally, is, well, if we don't force the taxation, not, what's going to happen? And I think that is probably even maybe the bigger problem. I think they're both huge issues, because if the Word of God says it, we should do it. But we can't even think outside the box of a statist government-run society, which we're going to look at with some of these things in in the county. So let me go here. And again, just stop me at any point you want to comment again. But let's not... When when this comes up, not to throw
1: you off, Chris, but when this comes up, I know I might have mentioned this before, but Stolopin, uh, Pyotr Stolopin, was a um, Russian who was opposing the Bolsheviks. Okay. And uh, they murdered him in the early 1900s because he was so effective at opposing them. Which is what happens um, in, in these kind of cases. You know, you, you know the, 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 the totalitarians always need a couple of stooges. A couple, some, they need opponents who are really bad at defending their position. But Stolopin was really good at defending his anti-Bolshevik, anti-communist freedom position. And he asked this question. And this question needs to be asked to us when we, we get, we're being forced to pay for roads, for example, mm-hmm. that we'll never drive on, mm-hmm. right? But but oh, still we need to pay for them, right? Stolopin asked this question. He said, um, "Does the toe you're eating taste any better because it's your own?" I mean, <laughs> and we we hear that all the time. Okay, you took that money. We paid those taxes. Now we now we want it back. How about this? How about I, I'd rather keep my toe. Right. I, I'd rather not be forced to pay. I'd rather decide if I want to drive on that road.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, look. That, let's go right back then to Commissioner Parsons' comment here, which he said, hey, congratulations are in order for a budget without a tax increase. Now, again... We've just mentioned, well, why, by what standard are we saying that? First of all, that if, if the government's job is to do all these things, and there really is no standard uh, for, you know, can you have forced taxation? How much can you have? And, you know, why not congratulate the mayor of Lancaster City for raising the taxes so that she can do more of good work? But we know that there is something wrong with forced taxation from the biblical worldview. So I want us to interact with that a little bit more. In, in a sense, Joel... You know, it's there's one sense that it's it's better, I guess, to have no tax increases in this budget than to have a tax increase. Like, I get that, (laughs) but that sort of goes back to the question we had before about these political parties. What's our standard, right? If we're just measuring it by a previous budget or another county, okay, that's pretty easy to do, but isn't kind of saying, hey, well, there's no new tax increases and, and commending yourself for that. That's kind of like saying the thief... Who steals my TV set, my lawnmower, and my laptop is better than the thief who steals my car, right? I mean, the car is worth more money than those three things combined, so he stole less. So, you know, this guy's a better thief. For me, right, I guess a worse thief in the criminal community. Well, uh, one who's worthy of re-election anyway. <laughs> right. Or, or what about the thief, and I think this is an even better example, what about the thief who steals my car this year, and next year he promises to only steal one car from me again it's no new tax right it's it's not it, no new theft right so that isn't that the isn't the one point two isn't the 125 million dollars in a sense a new tax a tax increase over the zero zero dollars that should be stolen from us so you know saying oh we're, we're not raising taxes but yet we're still going to forcefully confiscate 125 million dollars it's kind of like the thief saying look i stole your car last year I'm not raising my, my, my thefts this year. I'm just going to steal one car from your household again. You know, I think congratulations are in order. Yeah.
1: We, we just have the worst time separating ourselves. And, and how do I say this? Understanding that the people that invented, for example, um, let's take roads, for example. Uh, let's go back to that. Who even invented roads? do we have roads because no one could get anywhere? They were like stuck on a stump someplace, right? And along came a bureaucrat, right? He said, I got a plan. We're going to like clear out some trees here so we can go from there to there. How about that? Everybody said, oh, I never thought about that before. Right. Thank you. Isn't it wonderful we have a, a government? No, it was private people that did this. But now we are so used to it. And, and you know, we complain and we, sh- we should talk about freedom, And freedom is a wonderful thing because it allows us to obey God in taking dominion over the earth that he has given to us. It allows us to do that. But the more money, the the more production, and it is production that's taken away from us. You take, for example, a productive businessman and you you tax him and you regulate him. You are attacking productivity. What I wish I could explain to people is this. How good would, would the roads be? Mm-hmm. We, we need to ask this question. How good would the roads be if the government was not involved? Right. Let's say we get the government involved. In, you know, you know, okay, transportation is a right. How about eating? Eating is a right. So let's get the government involved in, in the restaurant business. Yeah. And they run the restaurants. And after a while, no matter how sorry the food is, right, shut up and eat. Right. And give it a couple generations, people won't even understand. They'll think, "Oh man, what would we do without government?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I guess we'd all starve to death. So people can uh, conclude, "Well, I guess if
0: the government didn't build the roads, we that we we wouldn't be able to get anywhere." Yeah, If the government wasn't involved in drug and alcohol rehabilitation, there would just be, you know, people, you know, drunkards well, all over the streets. Right. We, we'd all be uh, all, yeah, all be you there. and I would be, you know, yeah, drug we, addicts. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, but thankfully, there's government programs there. Right. So. I want to come back to that Dominion thing because I, I know you mentioned that before we start here, and I do want you to talk more about that. But let me just briefly here go over a couple things with, with, with this budget because, again, $125 million forcefully confiscated from you if you are not paying your property taxes. They're going to send those tax collectors. I mean, they're, that's what they're paid to do by the taxpayer. So $125 million coming in from forced property uh, taxation now there's other monies coming in. There's a lot of grant money, which I do want to talk about briefly. Over 91 million dollars, from my reading here, in state and federal grants. Okay, so oh, like free money. Nobody paid those taxes. Yeah, right? that's just for free. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. We're going to talk about that briefly. And, Dropped out of the sky. And and so some of so these expenses here, um, the general fund expense breakdown. So this does not include the grant money. We'll talk about the the agencies or departments. The agencies are the funded agencies that are paid for by the grant money, uh-huh. but this is the general fund money one hundred and seventy eight million dollars and so one hundred and twenty five million of that is coming from forest property taxation mm-hmm. another thirty seven million is from fees and fines, so they 're mm-hmm. still taking it from the county residents in one form or another so sixty nine oh. million dollars of that is going to salary and other pay for all these positions within the county. And there's a printout of all the different funded positions. We have the commissioner's office, nine funded positions. Purchasing, 12 funded positions. Human resources, 10 funded positions. Budget services, three funded positions. Property assessment, 20 funded positions. We have to pay all, peop- all those people to go to the properties and assess them in order to figure out how much money they're going to steal from you. How many? How many? 20, uh, 20 funded positions 20, in the... 20, 20 in the people like... Hanging around the county,
1: checking out your property to see how much they can squeeze out of you.
0: Right. I'm not going to read through all these. Fifteen funded for voter registration. Twenty-four in the controller's Office. Twelve tax collectors funded, again, to take your money. Twenty-three funded positions for the Planning uh, Department. 81 for facility management, uh, 247 for prison. We did a whole episode on prison. We're not going to spend a ton of time on that, but I think they need $34 million just to operate the prison this year. Uh, 133 for children and youth, which I do want to talk about uh, that. We're going to get into some of the funded agencies here, but the list goes on. 102 for behavioral health, right? We need the government controlling, you know, making sure that people have the correct behavioral health. So 69 million dollars for salary and other pay almost 30 million for fringe benefits other expenditures 37 million dollars i mean this is a lot of money and it's going to these things that i want us to briefly talk about why is why is the civil government doing this so let me move into grants i want to list some of these couple of these things here and then get back to dominion and, and what's happening and why are we in this mess so a lot of the money that comes in for these funded agencies comes from grants. Like I said, over $90 million it appears, which is still less than $125 million from taxation, and then 37 out of that, $37 million from fees and fines. But th- th- here's the deal with grants, okay? And I just want to read a couple statements from mostly government websites and some studies talking about what these grants do and why they're needed. And just hear the- and listen to you know, the reason that is given for what would happen without these grants. So this is from a government website. It says, the federal government awards hundreds of billions of dollars in grants to state and local governments each year. So that's Lancaster County, part of that. These grants help finance a broad range of services, including health care, education, social services, infrastructure, and of course, public safety. Okay, that's one quote. Another report says, the federal government is expected to provide state and local governments about $750 billion in federal grants in 2019. So this is a couple of years ago. I doubt that that went down. Uh, funding a wide range of public policies, such as health care, transportation, income security. That's nice. Yeah. You lose your job. You have the inc- some education, job training, social services, community development, and environmental protection. Federal grants account for about one-third of total state government funding and more than half of state government funding for health care and public assistance. Okay, So all this money's coming in. Of course, the county has state and federal grants, but those state grants, probably some of that money is coming from the federal government or it's coming from the taxpayers of Pennsylvania. Anyway, so one more. Federal grants provide approximately 31% of state budgets, Considering state and local budgets together, federal funding provides 22% of spending. The grants support, again, health care, public education, housing, community development, child care, job training, transportation, and clean water, among other programs. All right, so I want to talk about this, and there's so much we could talk about grants. Number one, as you, as you mentioned, this is not free money that just falls out of the sky, and there's no consequences or no strings attached to it. You know, first of all, the consequences. I mean, this is money that is coming from taxpayers or, you know, inflationary monetary policies. Uh, there is a consequence to it. And just because we might say, oh, well, this is just federal or state money, it's still a tax funded by taxpayer money or inflation, you know, f- you know, printing more money. So that's an issue in and of itself. You know, where is this money coming from? It's not free money. It's, it doesn't come without consequences and strings attached to it. But secondly, why is the civil government doing all these things? I mean, we could spend an hour on each of those things, but I want us to talk a little bit about adult probation and, and drugs and alcohol, and specifically drugs and alcohol, just as an example of these agencies that the, the civil government is using this money to take care of all these problems. So what's your initial reaction and thought that, hey, we need the county government to take care of all these things. We need them to be involved in, in, in the child development, child services, drug and alcohol, uh, aging, veterans, all these things. I mean, you've been spending a lot of time in at least generally once a week with the county commissioners. I mean, what's your initial thought to this this mindset? Hey, w- we need to do all these things. We're going to tax you $125 million, and we're going to get almost $100 million in grants to do what we need to do. We're doing, we're doing a good job for you, Joel.
1: Yeah. Well, we need to simply go back to the scriptures once again. Why do we have a civil government? In other words, let's ask the question this way. What would we not have if we did not have civil authorities? Um, Is it possible that we could have um, health and human services without the civil government? Did did we have them prior to the establishment? Well, yes. Mm -hmm. Is it possible we wouldn't have transportation? Yes. Is it possible we wouldn't have things like bridges? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bridges were definitely built before we had a a, 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 um, whatever you want to call department. Not a Department of State, but transportation. Department of Transportation. Infrastructure. Yeah, Yeah. we we actually had. Think about that for a second. We actually had transportation before there was a Department of Transportation. I gotta say that again. Mm (laughs) <laughs> we had transportation prior to the establishment of the department. It is mind blowing. I know it is. I you know. It's like, and we had education too. Yeah. Oh yeah. How about that? Did, did anyone even know uh, that two plus two equals four? By the way, um, we now have people in our state-funded universities questioning whether or not two plus two equals four. Thanks an awful lot. So, and, and I, I was in fact recently I was going over the um, Pennsylvania Constitution. And the Pennsylvania Constitution does provide for public education, mm-hmm. but to to your point, Chris, it doesn't talk about. It, it talks about a, a, a quality. I think it's the two words are quality and competent uh, a- education. Well, what is that? Do we, does anybody even know? Mm-hmm. Again, without a standard, mm-hmm. what is it? Mm-hmm. Does that mean we're doing uh, we're doing I uh, um, I don't know multi bathrooms, multi gym class? What 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 does that even mean without a standard at all. Mm-hmm. We, Chris, we've got to go back. We've got to go back to the Bible here, and I, I, I'm afraid that I'm preaching an awful lot to maybe even the choir. Well, not the choir, but again, I'm focusing on people that say they believe the Bible. You must first understand the Bible deals with taxation. If you're going to say, Chris, if you're going to say the Bible doesn't deal with taxation. And you read from First uh, Samuel eight last time. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say the Bible doesn't deal with taxation, then then we're right to, right back to your first question. Congratulate this county for not um, raising taxes, right. or congratulate the city for raising taxes. Right.
0: If the Bible doesn't talk about it, yeah. What's your standard? What do you, what do you have? Yeah, you can make a compelling case that the Lancaster City is doing a better job, uh, getting more revenue. It's more revenue for the city. So make that make that case.
1: Yeah, or make the case the uh, that they should raise the taxes even more. Yeah, or make it that they should raise the taxes less because people move out of the city, like what happened in Berks County, whatever. You know, and people are moving around. Like, you know, we're taxing them; we're chasing them off the hot pan like like worms who who just can't wait to
0: get out of the high taxes. Mm-hmm. But what's our standard here? Right. Yeah. So I want to come back to this dominion thing here in a second, but here's the funded agencies, just Children and Youth, Behavioral Health and Developmental Services, Office of Aging, Domestic Relations, Drug and Alcohol. I mean, that is five categories of things for 107 million dollars. And the question is, do we, should the government be doing any of this? I mean, we're beating a dead horse here, but people say people people well, will sometimes critique you, Joel, or critique me and say, y- you guys are just, you know, bashing these county commissioners, these mayors. You have no solutions. You're just whining. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just complaining. Well, I think there is a lot of practical application that we have to speak into this thing. The first thing would be stop, mm-hmm. like stop doing this. Stop spending $107 million on things that we don't need the government to be doing. I mean, why is the government involved in children and youth and domestic relations and drug and alcohol and, and, and the, the, the Office of Aging and Behavioral Health? I don't think the government is competent to be telling people, uh, you know, how, how to, you know, as far as behavioral health. So if we had someone, Joel, that was, wanted to follow God's word in office, and I, and I think it's time we need to get some more of these men out there. As you ran for office in the past, we need, we need more of that. You know, I, I think they would stop with this charade and say, you know what, we, we actually don't need to be doing these things. And there's a lot I think you could just get rid of almost immediately. And maybe some other things you'd have to come up with a plan. How, how can we get rid of this over five years? But with all this money going to the budget planning and the planning and this and that, all it is is how can we, you know, in this case, how can we, how can we do without raising more taxes but we're still going to take $125 million and, and use that to fund all this and then get all this grant money. Why not say, Hey, there are some things we can stop doing, but people don't want to talk about that. Right. And yep. as you go to these meetings, I mean, are the commissioners interested in saying, how can we slash hundred million dollars of expenses from these programs that the private yeah. sector could do better?
1: Yeah, definitely have not heard that yet. Um, de- definitely, definitely have not heard that. Um, Government itself is inevitable. There are basically four governments, if you will. There's civil authority, there's church authority, there's family authority, and ultimately there's self-government. And what has happened is the idea of self-government is going by the boards here. And, and, because, and the reason why that's happened is we have thrown out God and his word. Again, self-government started, Chris, in the Garden of Eden. You know, God could have set up a, an angel with a sword around the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Instead, he said, there's a tree. You, I'm telling you not to eat of that tree. You govern yourself. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Then God, okay, you failed that? Okay, I'm throwing you out of here. Since you couldn't govern yourself to not eat of that tree, now I'm setting up an angel with a fiery sword. You're not getting back in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. I definitely can't trust you. You, 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 you failed here. It would have been nice if you said, well, okay, now I'm going to give you another chance. But they would have done it again. They would have been right back. They couldn't govern themselves. Now, God calls on us to govern ourselves. He, that's why he gives us his word. He expects us to obey it. If we don't, the less we obey his word, then the more... Other government we need, and we need more civil government with more penalties mm. and more laws and more fines. I'm intrigued that uh, some of the money comes from fines and fees. $37 million. From fines?
0: Fees and fines. Fees and fines. $37 million. Yeah,
1: I don't, we don't know how much of that is fines, I guess, but I'm sure a good chunk I of I could it probably is. find out. but I Yeah,
0: n- n- no worries I at used, all. I used too much paper. I, it wasn't carbon free, though. Carbon free paper, you can that. talk
1: about that too. Carbon free paper, yeah, just this maybe morning maybe. the uh, the the we we had a, a budget item it 's going to cost the county i forget how much twenty four thousand or something like that carbon free paper, okay, so I feel so much better about that, um, not really uh, see see here 's what i 'm getting at um, I, I wrote children and youth uh, behavior uh, office of aging drug and alcohol, yeah. The, Chris, those are all items that have to do with self-government. Chris, I'm going to do a quiz now, right? How much money have you, you needed, your family, five children, right? It's mm-hmm. so a family of seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How much money have you needed from the county for children and youth services? Zero. Okay, I'm going to zero. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, behavioral, whatever, the, whatever in the world it was. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah goose egg on that. I was uh, uh, zero. Okay, zero. All right. Um, Office of the aging? No. N- n- nothing? nothing? Nothing, no. Nothing? I'm 65. I haven't got any money from that either yet. All right. Okay, so zero so far. All right. How about drug and alcohol treatment for you and your, your, your family? No, not yet, although now I know where to turn if yeah. I need it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, really, right? So, so far, zero. So let's ask ourselves a question. Who's getting this money here? Oh, well, you've won the lottery, see, you know, life's lottery. You don't need it. Or maybe, 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 you've actually believed the Bible. You and your wife have a family, and there's a father at home, and you are teaching your children to govern themselves. What, you know what this is, Chris? These, all of these offices and so forth, you know what it is? It's an admission that we're not governing ourselves here. Mm-hmm. And when we don't govern ourselves... There is no exterior government that's going to get it done. the things that we need to govern ourselves for there's nothing out there that's going to cover it right the, apparently this is not working because we still need thirty four million dollars for the prison right so <laughs> yeah so so if we if we did all this other stuff, why do we need nobody be going to jail right right which is yeah. I mean my friends think about this I, to your point, Chris, I, I know people you're, you're right people say, oh, what's wrong you know what's your solution and so forth but please think about it it's as if Does anybody really believe that we're going to have, with less self-government, that we're going to have less problems with our with our
0: with our prisons? We're seeing more and more and more right money here. Right? Yeah. Drug and alcohol. This is the mission statement of the Drug and Alcohol Lancaster County Drug and Alcohol Commission. All right. Over six million dollars in this coming year alone. Just in the county. Just in the county, And yeah. this, this is excludes any kind of state and federal. Um, well, no, this might be. This is a funded uh, agency.
1: Okay, but don't don't state and federal um, agencies get involved in drug and
0: alcohol? Or is that only at a county level? Right, right. I'm sure there are other levels. Okay, well. yeah. yeah. So this is just this one level. Right. This is a Lancaster County Drug yeah. and Alcohol Commission. It's to provide access to high quality community based alcohol and other drug prevention slash education services. For all citizens, gambling prevention, education and referral and treatment services to uninsured and underinsured low-income citizens in an efficient and cost-effective manner. So, again, we're going we're to take your ta- your money, and again, even if it comes from a grant, right, it, it's still impacting us. It's still, it's still taxpayer-funded, or it's from printing more money, which is a tax on the next generation, uh, and we're going to use that to, to do gambling prevention. Yeah. Well, I, I have an idea. Well, isn't the, isn't the I mean, isn't the the lottery run by the state? Pretty sure it is. Yeah, isn't that like what it says benefits yeah. older Pennsylvanians? Oh, yeah. And uh, I think even every, every day.
1: Don't forget every day. <laughs> Did you, ever, you ever hear
0: that one? Maybe that that money goes benefits to benefits older
1: Pennsylvanians every day, as I recall. <laughs> That's good to know. Every day, the
0: gambling day. goes to the, the Office of Aging, maybe in forms of grants to the county. But the point is, there have been people that have argued, let's get rid of the property tax and make that money up in gambling. And, again, nice idea. Everybody hates the – well, not everybody, but a lot of people hate the property tax. Um, But it's not a solution to just get money another way. And gambling is a tax on the poor because who spends a higher proportion of their money on gambling? It's not the wealthy – because they know that's not how they got. That's their not money. how they got wealthy, right? right. It, it's the poor people. So basically, we're we're going to tax the poor uh, to get more money for us, and then we're going to use more tax grant money to have to deal with the gambling problem. It's a complete mess. It's a complete mess, and it's I mean it. Well, it, Chris, it, it, Chris,
1: while I'm keeping score, um, you know, have you used the uh, county services? You know, as a resident of Lancaster County. You know, to, to help you with your gambling problem? No, I have not. No, no.
0: Not okay, yet. another zero for me <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. So far I've got five zeros. Maybe we'll add, add a few here. So I don't want to go into all these, all these funded agencies. Again, we're trying to give the big picture here. I mean, that's a drug and alcohol. Over $6 million in grant money going, going to this, just a drug and alcohol, it's just one thing. Uh, you know, and then, you know, the grants come from the, to the county, and then you have these other departments you know, writing letters to the commissioner saying, thank you so much for your grant money last year. Here's our request for grant money this year. Here's all the great things we're going to do. It just becomes a complete mess of all this millions of dollars flowing around um, and dominion is not happening. So I want to go back to that. Okay, I want you to talk more about that if you would, Joel, that, you know, you mentioned something before we came on here that regarding taxation and, and the idea of it being oppressive and if we don't understand dominion, then there really isn't, an oppressive tax because what do what do we need that money for anyway? Sure. the government yeah. needs it more than us.
1: Yeah, if all we need to do, if, if all we're ever supposed to do is have our needs met, I don't know, our our our, our food, mm-hmm. right, and maybe a roof over our heads or whatever, and be able to watch TV. Who cares about Dominion? Uh, I want to talk about Dominion. I, I also want to talk about the fact that one of I've I've had uh, various jobs where I've gotten into people's homes, and um, what I saw there in every case, I got into quite a few homes. Where people were on public assistance, okay. they weren't working. They were maybe declared dis- disabled or whatever, which is another interesting thing. Um, and, and keep in mind, we're not against we're we're, we're not against welfare here. Right. We're against state sponsored welfare. We're against welfare that is funded via theft. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that and, and, and we're against that not because it doesn't work. It doesn't. But that's not why we're against it. It's we're against theft. Right. And that's. And nothing can work that's, that's funded by theft. I mean, there's your, there's your uh, news flash of the day. If it's funded by theft, it's not going to work. But anyway, as we know, thinking of, of dominion, you know, God's... Well, I'm going to talk about psychology here a little bit. And I'm no uh, psychiatrist or head shrinker. But early on in the Bible, in really Genesis 1 through 3, we are told why we are here. Mm-hmm. So we have this question of, why, what am I doing here? Why am I here? I'm breathing in and out. You know, What's the purpose in life or whatever? Well, we're told the purpose very early on. God says, let us make man our image and let him have dominion over the things that I've created. Mm-hmm. That should be the first word out of at least any Christian counselor's mouth mm-hmm. if, if someone's asked why they're here. You know what? You're, you're here. you got a job to do. Mm-hmm. Start doing it. Right. Now, that dominion, dominion is defined for us. We're told that that Adam was put there in the garden to tend and keep it. Now, God could have done that himself. He could have said, you know what, Adam, I'm creating you to, um, you know, here's an easy chair, um, here's a lemonade, and you can just watch. But that's not what happened. God created it, and then he created man to tend and keep what he has made. So as long as there's anything else to build, To make any other kind of way to serve our neighbor through invention, through work, we need to do that. Now, let's ask ourselves, what are the impediments to work? What are the impediments to hiring our neighbor? What are the the impediments to developing and, and, and building new things? Pretty much... It's a civil society that says, no, you have to ask this permission and that permission, and then you're going to pay this, you know, this fee and that fee. And if you don't do it just right, we're going to find you this amount and so forth. And, and then, we're going to take your portion of the money you make, income tax and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. which means you have to work harder yeah. you know, when it comes to income tax. It just means that you have to work harder to make the same amount of money. If, if the government has taken 15% from you, you have to work 15% harder or 15% longer or whatever to make what you would have made. And so now you're being discouraged from taking dominion. Mm-hmm. And what is dominion? Dominion is another name for serving God and serving one's neighbor. Right. That's what it is. So these, let's, let's be honest about it, Chris. Let's be realistic these taxes on work, on labor, and land are an impediment and a direct assault on
0: what God said back in the book of Genesis. Direct assault.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, I didn't know exactly where to go with that, but that's why Micah, where he says, you know, they're, they're taking the houses and the inheritance, which is built into this idea of dominion. And I'm not an expert on what's happening in China. I primarily try to focus here in the county. And then the state, and then this nation. But in China, from my understanding, it's exactly what you're saying. the The people in control want to get the population to be lulled into kind of this this submission. It's not maybe the the hard hand up front, draconian. Although in some cases it has been, but more of a let's enter, let's just be entertained, entertained to death, even with pornography and things like that. If you're entertained and you're fed. Right, that's your purpose in life, and it's not dominion because I mean we know it's not dominion in China because number the number one thing needed for dominion is what more babies more people, people. yeah it's you need people. people and China does not want their people to have to have you know take dominion I mean they want to control that they want that so that that's that's what we're seeing here that we're going in that direction as as Americans where hey dominion is not why you're here you're here to have fun you're here to to, uh, you know, exist, and and if we have time, I want to bring it up briefly with this issue of marriage, but even with marriage, it's no longer, marriage is not about taking dominion. It's not about the purpose God has created us for. It's about you and your feelings, and it's about who you love. And so that is what it's become. So dominion is not important. We're not responsible to take dominion in in the modern worldview. The government is. So so there is no oppressive tax. As long as we have enough to pay our cable bill, you know, and, and, and play our video games, we're good. We don't, we don't need to take dominion, but that is, that is a problem from a biblical worldview. No, we have to take dominion, and therefore, stealing $125 million via property taxes is not something to be commended. But it is commended today by the county commissioner, all three of them, I think, because the standard is no longer God's Word. Yeah, it's a little bit like, um, I don't know,
1: I'm—, I, I'm I don't know, I'm barely able to stay afloat with this, with this life jacket that's not really supporting me, but at least I'm not drowning. Right. So that, that's kind of, no, thanks, I'd rather be on the boat, I'd rather be on dry land, thank you very much. And here, well, here's what I think people don't get, and I, Chris, this idea that the state had to get involved in these social services because the church was failing, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure the church failed at times, but could the church possibly fail worse than what the state is failing? right yeah. it's, it's 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 not even uh, you know all yeah no 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 the church wouldn't do it hey you know what i'd like to see like just a 10 year give, give it a 10 year try mm-hmm. but they never do it right a 10 year try no more social services the church have to do it let's see how it
0: works out in 10 years right yeah exactly the church the family private Especially private business is a family so let's um let's let's move in here to talk briefly i just there's a story from philadelphia i want to talk about that kind of ties into what we we're talking about last week about police okay and then uh, i do want to give you a chance if you had anything else from the commissioner meeting this morning but so the the police um not not a county budget item but it was for lancaster city and, and these townships i mean that's the main expense of these townships for example manheim township is going to forcefully confiscate $9 million in property taxes, and uh, $19 million is going to go to public safety. So, again, the police and the fire. So I wanted to—there was a story that came up in Philadelphia.
1: Wait a minute, $19 million in in town, Manheim Township alone?
0: That That's what I have here, so I want, I want to confirm that. What kind of criminals <laughs> do they have crews cruising the hood? Right. Well, I want to talk about Philadelphia, which certainly I think most people would agree there's a crime problem there, right? Yeah. But there's probably also— a decent amount of money going to the police. Now, of course, people are going to say, well, it's not enough. We've got to fund the police more, which is always the cry of some people. But this is a story. A couple of years ago,
1: it was fund the police less, but right. anyway.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Right, so, um, which I wouldn't have a problem with if you had the right worldview. It's kind of like the immigration issue, which we'll have to do a different episode on. But, sure. it's some, you know, sometimes the, the liberals can be right in a sense, but completely wrong in the application and the reason for it. Um, So I just want to read this story and talk about the police here, and it'll get into that a little bit maybe. So this is from the Daily Wire. They reported that a Philadelphia gas station owner frustrated with rampant crime has employed armed security guards to protect his business and customers. Neil Patel, the owner of the gas station hired armed security guards from Pennsylvania's cite state agents, a private company, all right, so it's a private company, to deter would-be criminals and protect this property. Patel said that police officers do not respond quickly enough to crimes such as shootings and shoplifting. I think even the owner had his car vandalized on his property. He said they are forcing us to hire the security, high-level security, state-level. It's private, but I think it's a private company that can serve the whole state. Patel told Fox 29, we are tired of this nonsense, Robbery, drug trafficking, hanging around gangs, end quote. Okay, so my, my question for you, Joel, is, is this a bad thing? Some people were commenting on this and saying, oh, well, this is a bad thing. Do you feel safer now that you see these armed guards walking around the gas station? I mean, they didn't just have handguns. They had some, some, some big long guns, things like that. So do you feel safer now that, that these guys are, you know, that you see these armed security guards walking around the gas station? Well, for me, I would prefer that to police officers. Now, now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great police officers, honorable police officers that are you know, put, put themselves in danger and are serving their, their neighbor in the context they're in. But the point is that an institution like the police, and we talked about this last week, costs millions and millions of dollars that does not get paid by the user right, most of the time. So these agencies then have to, have to be funded by stealing money, be it via taxes, or by the fines that they use. So, so would I rather have a police officer out there who is going to be, oh, you don't have your seatbelt on? Fine. Oh, you didn't pay the state in time for your little piece of metal on the back of your car so that you can, we'll give you the right to drive? Fine. Or a private security guard who's only there to really deal with evil. If you ask me, I think I would feel safer if the armed security guards were there than the Philadelphia police. I don't know about you.
1: Well, why are they hiring armed security people to be with, paying extra money? Because apparently there's a failure already. Right. I mean, I'm not Sherlock Holmes here, but I think I'm figuring this out. Right. See, here's the thing. Um, We talked before about what do you do with a police officer if there's nothing really to do. Right. No crime or whatever. still got to pay them. In this case... You're only paying them because there's a problem. right? You know what? And it's, think about it. As time goes on, right, and, and, and I get it. I mean, you you know how it is, certain sections of town, right? You look. You know what? You might need something. Maybe you need gas or whatever. And you look there and say, you know what? I'm looking at the folks hanging around there, and I don't think I'm going in there. I want right. to go someplace else, right? right? But let's say Neil Patel um, hires these, these private security guards, and over time, the riffraff moves on mm-hmm. to someplace where the Philadelphia police are uh, are, are covering it, but right. no, no, no
0: other private yeah. people, right? That's, that's an opportunity for, right. for them.
1: Yeah, the opportunity for them to really um, get a, get in there and, and do their jobs, right? Well, you know what Neil Patel is going to do? Imagine this. He's going to probably cut back on his security. It, in other words, he's going to make sure the money he's paying, he, he's getting. He's not paying anybody right. to do nothing, which you, you
0: inevitably have. In a civil authority police situation, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's just a microcosm. I and mean, it just it struck me that that goes back to the self government, which we talked about last week. I mean, it's not the civil government's job to provide security, right? That's that's our job as an individual, then as a family, right? And then as a voluntary society. You, I mean. The idea of posse's, I think, you know, and that that this, the civilians, if there was if there was someone who had committed a violent crime, they would they would go get that person yep. to bring them to justice. Right, yeah, Chris, I got to tell you, one of my all time, I'm somewhat of a Western
1: aficionado, you know, armchair guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm the Wild West is very intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. The uh, battles with the Indians and so forth, and even the calming influence. I mean, you know, the, the amount of crimes that took place. Uh, in, in in ratio to the amount of federal marshals and sheriffs mm-hmm. that existed, is pretty it's pretty amazing that they didn't have a whole lot more than they did. One of the most interesting cases I read a while ago. It was quite a while ago. I, I love this. It was a case where the um, um, the bank president was shot and killed by by robbers, and, and they're robbing gold. Okay. Um, gold really worth something and weren't robbing, well, they were robbing the Federal robbing Reserve crypto, notes. And they weren't
0: robbing the cryptocurrency.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, the E-Bucks. No, it was real live gold. And the bank president was shot and killed. And that would be a way to really devastate a town, to be able to take off with their money and the bank president, you know, a, a guy who, a, a really key person in the town. Well, they throw together a posse, all right, and there's a picture of the posse. One of the, one of the guys in the posse was the local pastor. Mm. The local pastor actually jumped in there with the posse to chase these guys down, which they did, and, and hung them. Actually, mm-hmm. they ultimately got hung.
0: Right. This, they brought them back to the sheriff or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Had a trial.
1: Right. 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 The cool thing is you couldn't tell which one was the pastor. Right. It's like, like, hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to make myself useful as a pastor today. I'm gonna love my neighbor as a pastor today. Right. I'm gonna to get him with this posse and I'm gonna I'm gonna chase this. Yeah, bring him to justice. Exactly. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's not anarchy. I mean sometimes I think people hear yeah. maybe a sentence or students say, Oh, you guys want anarchy. No, we want the civil government to do what it what it's supposed to do. But the point is uh, it's e- good we don't have anarchy now. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is the police can't be around all the time. And I think that's what people want. Or, you know, when they, I mean, sometimes they're confused and say, no police at all. And then, other, and then they say, oh, actually, we want the government involved in everything. We're just going to rename it. We, we want all these. So the, the government, unless you go full 1984, which it seems like we're getting in that direction, the government can't be at all places at all times. And so whether we're in the quote-unquote Wild West or today in 2022, the, the police cannot protect us. Right? I mean, isn't that the biggest thing with, the, with these school shootings? Well, how long, how long did the police take to get there? You know, how, what, what did they, like, they, they can't be there at all, at all times. So the question is, what do we do? And it, it takes us back to, well, we actually shouldn't be relying upon them for protection, right? So we already have this concept that, you know, we should protect ourselves. You know, going back to the Second Amendment, uh, you know, people carrying arms privately to protect themselves, to protect their family, to protect their neighbor, Right. Thankfully, we still have it that if you see someone being attacked, going to be going to be murdered and you use your weapon to, to defend that victim, generally speaking, you're you're going to be there's no charge against you because you're serving your neighbor. You're a good Samaritan, so to speak. But when so we have that concept already. So what we're saying isn't that extreme. It's just saying, yeah, we have this concept and the police can, cannot do that. And we need to take responsibility. We need to take self-government. And this, you know, Neil Patel, he's taken self-government as the business owner and maybe even for his family, if his family works there. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with the security on this property. But when we abandon that mindset, well, no, the government has to protect us. We don't need to. Then we start to get into the idea, too. Well, we, we don't, you don't need the guns. The police will protect you. Well, even today in 2022, there's not enough police to be everywhere they need to be. So you had a conversation, I think, today. I'm not sure how much you got into the gun issue with one of the commissioners. Yeah. But I want to bring that up, just especially as you talk about self-government. And if you're going to take dominion, you need the tools for dominion, right? And and there's lots of of those things, but you need to be free to take dominion. And part of dominion is security and protection. Because if you you build a plot, if you have a a vineyard or a garden, and you don't protect it from, from wild animals, right, that's hampering your dominion. If you don't protect your family from violent criminals, that's hampering your dominion. So uh, talk a little bit about your conversation today, if it relates, or maybe get more into it. Take it, the- yeah, it,
1: does, it does relate somewhat. I was talking this morning with the commissioners and brought up the idea of, are we going to get another uh, mandate here, another mask mandate? I asked, here's a question. I asked, was that a law? We have these mask mandates. Was that an actual law? Did they answer that question? The- they did. Um, well, they, um, both um, Parsons and D'Agostino did. They said it was not a law. Okay. And So, which I, I found, I, I mean, they're correct. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you can't say it's a law, because I, right. I, I read from the Pennsylvania Constitution that all the, the, the laws come through the uh, the mm-hmm. legislature. That's where the laws come from. That's why we have them. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, and I, I referenced that briefly, right? But uh, Commissioner Trescott was a little bit different. He was like, um, well, he didn't say if it was a law or not. He said, well, we should do it out of, you know, because we're concerned about our neighbor. But if you want to have a country, you know, where people just have guns and shoot each other. Then, well, then, then you know, then I guess that's what we're going to do, and and a couple of things I want to talk about that he went into said you know he said I've been in other countries and they wear masks all the time just to be polite, and so he mentioned one of the one of the uh, countries he mentioned that where people are being awful polite by wearing their masks is China, now that didn't do a whole lot for me to bring him over to his side. Yeah, I, I'd like he to be like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Great. I, what do I have to do? What else do I got to do to be like China? Uh, lock, two, pe- lock people in their houses? Yeah. people <laughs> can't get out, my word. Um, Being polite to the other Yeah. Uh, two-child policy or whatever. No. I think if you qualify, you're allowed 2 I think it's still one child, but I think you have to qualify for two ch- children. Thanks a lot. No, I, not, not really interested. But I told him, I said, We're, you know, we'll deal with the gun thing at some other point. I said, but... Um, I believe you just said that guns are bad. He said, I didn't say that. I said, what did I say at that point? Uh, oh, he, no, he said, he said, I didn't say that. I can't remember all the details. At one point, he said, well, you can believe whatever, whatever you want to believe. I said, no, no, no. No, I, I don't get to believe whatever I want right. to believe. Right. None of us do. Right. But that's always kind of an argument. And, and they're like, hey, I got the fact you believe whatever you want. No, I don't get to believe whatever I want to believe. Right. But I definitely want to take up that gun issue with them again. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, 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 you, okay, um, we got a bunch of zeros here. Um, how, many, how many people have you not shot and killed because we have gun laws?
0: Right, yeah. I mean,
1: you were a bunch of people you would have shot and killed, right? Oh, but, yeah. but but you went and, and to the gun show, and they took a half an hour to do a background check, and now you're not going to kill anybody. Right, yeah, because of that. right?
0: No, that's another zero. So, yeah, we could go on and on here, and uh, I hope, again, I hope people are hearing that, I mean, this is almost, almost $300 million, and what is it going to, right? And I can't. It would take me hours and hours. I mean, go on the can,
1: web- Chris, can we even demonstrate that, that we're improving anything with this? Could it be that this money is actually making things worse? Oh, yeah, I believe so, for sure. Yeah. So now we're losing on both ends. We're taking money away from productive people. Right. And I, I, I actually was saying this a little bit earlier. I never I actually finished it. In those homes where people were in public assistance, mm-hmm. they were almost always in terrible health. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, what about the... Isn't there a department? I don't know. There's an early intervention department. Okay, maybe I, I'm not sure what. Ex- yeah, phone call there. Yeah, maybe they. Yeah. Well, there's there's a there's uh, I think 90 some people working in the communications department. Okay. 92. So yeah, maybe they just need a few more. Uh, get, give them a little bit more money. Just be patient, Joel. They'll solve the problems. They'll deal with the drug and alcohol. We <laughs> We have attacked God
1: and His Word and domin- the, 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 and the Dominion mandate here. Mm-hmm. And that's what we consistently attack, and what else can we expect right. than the mess that we're in
0: right yeah, I mean that's the problem. If we do not address this, we're going to just get more of this, and even worse, it's going to i mean I, I think we're already there. people are just completely numb to it they 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 don't even they won't even stop and think. Do we? Does the government need to be doing all these things? And not only do they need to, but are they authorized to by God? Because then, again, if there's no standard, if 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 theft is not wrong, right? Then why why is Commissioner Parsons, you know, congratulating himself? Again, I know he'd say theft is wrong, but obviously he doesn't seem to have a problem with taking that money from the property owners, which which I would say is, is theft. So. Last thing, Joel, we're just about out of time. I just wanted to bring this up because we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So just very, very briefly, um, the Disrespect for Marriage Act. Okay. Speaking of the attack on, on Dominion, right? so at least we have some connection here. The attack on Dominion, uh, this is a, a great example of that, a horrible example, I should say. So from CBS, President Biden signed the Respect for Marriage Act on Tuesday at a triumphant White House ceremony enshrining federal recognition of same-sex and interracial marriages into federal law for the first time. They had to throw that in just so they could make you feel bad if you voted against it. Um, so there, this act repeals the Defense of Marriage Act, which was uh, by a Democrat, President Clinton, which goes back to our point of you know, just comparing the, like, the Democrat standard is constantly changing, and, uh, and that's what the Republicans compare themselves with. But that Defense of Marriage Act in the Clinton era legally defined marriages between one man and one woman, but now this, this uh, unjust act, law, whatever that Biden signed, requires states to recognize any valid marriage performed in other states, regardless of sex. So I think this is going to impact us at one way or another in the county. And we're going to have to talk about this again, because I'm certainly not going to recognize a, a fake marriage between a man and a man or a woman and a woman. Um, I just want to read two quotes and then make a comment, and then we'll kind of wrap up with this. Uh, when Biden signed it, he said this. He said, Today I signed the Respect for Marriage Act into law. Deciding whether to marry, who to marry, is one of the most profound decisions a person can make. And as I've said before, and some of you might remember, on a certain TV show 10 years ago, I got in trouble. Marriage, I mean this with all my heart, marriage is a simple proposition. Who do you love, and will you be loyal to that person you love? It's not more complicated than that. End quote. So, there's so much we could say here, but my question Joel for Mr. Biden here would be why why a person why does he why, why does he make that statement that it's a person why not an animal why not something else in fact CNN tree maybe yeah, yeah why not yeah why, CNN in 2018 reported that a Japanese man Akai Akai Heiko Kundo married a hologram okay, they wrote a story on this and 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 Said this is. I mean, this is what the liberal media does. They, they buy into this narrative. Oh, you want to be called they? Okay. Oh, this is a... Mar- he married a hologram, they said. And here's a part of that story. Kondo's November wedding to cyber celebrity Hatsune Miku, which is not legally recognized. Well, maybe Biden could get that changed for yeah, him. Sure. Provoked mixed reactions in Japan and abroad. Some were dumbfounded by his choice of a three-dimensional laser image over a human. Again, Biden says it has to be a person. This guy says no. Doesn't have to be a human. Others congratulated him. Kondo fell for Miku a decade ago when he heard the cyber song stresses music. So look, if he loves this thing and wants to marry it, why not, President Biden? You know, why not? It's a profound decision,
1: and no one can tell him. And who are and who is President? Was uh, my question. Who to your point? Who is President Biden to tell this man mm-hmm. if? He is a man, identifies as a man. Whatever, right? Who is President Biden to tell him that he has to marry a person, right? Who? Who's he think? Where's he is? the standard here? Self-righteous, yeah. Biden. Judgmental, Self-righteous. there. Yeah. yeah. Joe Biden is saying that it's not marriage if it's not a person. And how can he possibly? Do, how can he possibly do that? We can't. We can't get away from stand. Once again, Bible's really simple. For this man shall. For this reason shall man. Leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. You can't be one flesh with a hologram. right? You can't be, if you're a man, you can't be one flesh with another man. right? You, 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 you just can't. So once again, we've gotten away from the simple scriptures with its very few commandments. As one person consistently said, we've gotten rid of God's Ten Commandments, and now we've got our 10,000 Commandments. Right. Uh, becoming one hundred thousand, command maybe a million by now. Who knows? Who who even knows? But and we—the uh, the horrible thing is, Chris—we call it progress. Right. We, 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 yeah.
0: Oh, we're getting away from that awful Bible. Right. Yeah. I, I, there are some press releases that we printed in the paper, and to your point on—and and these are from uh, legislators, as they're called, making a law, as if we needed another law. But they're announcing, Here's my de- here, here are the, all the people that are going to work for my department. And it's a list of people. What does a, a, a state representative need 5, 10, 15 people working for him for? Right? Like, but only when you abandon God, God's law and say, well, now we're creating this whole mechanism where you're going to create. That's all they do is create laws. Right? And, so, and we can't, they can't do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. They need a staff to do it to create more laws to keep writing oppression, right? Mm-hmm. Woe to those who write oppression, right? That's what, that's what Isaiah said, I believe. Like, and, and to your point, away from the, the law of God, simple, concise, and then the wisdom comes in applying his law, not in bringing something outside of it, applying his law. And now we have, oh, well, you know what? We need state representatives and their whole office because we need, the one thing we need, Joel, we need more laws. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: What a miserable life it is. I, I, I hope folks really understand here, Chris. I hope, I hope you understand that what we're simply arguing here is that the Bible speaks to these things and they need, and it needs to be applied. Right. Think about the insult this is to God who gave us his word speaking to these items and we say no. Right. We say no, we have a better idea. How
0: insulting is that? Yeah, yeah. And, and how insane is that? that uh, it, it's not it is gonna insane. Work. It's not going to work. So we're going to leave it there for today. Again, last two episodes, we tried to deal with the budget. Go, go, go on the website, check it out. I mean, we've had a story on it, but you, you can't do an episode or even an article and address all these things. So everything's, for the most part, on the website. There was a couple things uh, I would have liked to have more information on, but all these departments, uh, these agencies uh, are, are there. And again, it's about 280 some million dollars that dollars is needed uh, to provide you with the services that you need the protection that you need. So uh, important topic, Joel, very important topic, the issue of a, of a budget because it, it shows, it reveals the worldview at play here and it reviews it reveals how far we have strayed from thus sayeth the Lord. All right? So for more information on Joel Saint, go to irbc.church or go to thinkandreform.org all right, for uh, Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society, uh, which by the way, I don't know the, your talk last week, I was able to attend. I very much enjoyed it. I would imagine that will be posted, hopefully, at some point. It will be. It will be, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, check out the Mid-Atlantic Reformation uh, Society's YouTube page. A lot of good talks on there. For more about the Lancaster Patriot, go to thelancasterpatriot.com. Subscribe to our newspapers delivered once a week right to your house, print newspaper. Uh, that'll do it for today. Joel, thanks again for joining Thanks for having me. Uh, so, so long and God bless.